Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. And a special thank you to our friends at manscaped.com for sponsoring today's show. Hey, listen, it's tax season. Are you getting a return? What better way to invest that return than into yourself? Manscaped has a full package from head to toe to make sure you're looking and feeling your very best, including the Performance Package 4.0. Listen, I'm all about manscaping. I have nicked and cut myself in places I don't even want to talk about. That's why you need the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It'll make sure you are well-groomed and all those nooks and crannies. And it's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. You can also get the Weed Whacker 2.0 Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which I think is the best ear and nose hair trimmer ever. You also get the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, the Crop Reviver, spray-on toner for your balls. Look, they're important, right? Take care of them. And Manscaped has you covered head to toe now because they've got beard products as well, including their Beard Hedger Pro Kit, which will make you look good for the scruff on your face. So use that tax refund to take care of yourself from head to toe. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code BABBLE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BABBLE at manscaped.com. Don't just get your money back this year. Get your swagger back, too, with Manscaped. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It is a brand new show for a brand new day. It is Tuesday, April 18th. The year is 2023. That's the year of Larry. Bird, little fake down the lane. Oh, Larry Bird! What a play by Bird! All hell, Larry Bird. It is right to get in line for Stupid Larry Bird. <laughs> it's right to give Larry thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. Just speckle the asshole with cheese. That's right. Just spackle <laughs> it right up. How you doing, post prunes there, Junior? Any uh, well, any, any bad effects well, or anything? I had two, so I don't think it was enough to do too much. All right. It's an interesting morning, but it was, it was brief. <laughs> it was a brief morning. I was hoping you might... Fly around the room like a balloon with no. the air let out. No, it wasn't that bad. You? Did you finish off the, the pail of I, prunes? I ate the whole bucket of assholes. Jesus. And I'm just, I could you, not be cleaner inside and out. So, isn't the light? No, I didn't I didn't need any more after Oh, we good, did, but, good. Uh, That's probably uh, I'm saving them for special treats. Yeah, you can fill it backed up. And when, I'm, when, I'm a, when I'm a good boy, oh. I get a special treat. Well. Speaking of special treats, yeah. before we get any further, sure. I have to tell folks uh, the text I got from Eddie <laughs> Pence just before we started recording. <laughs> I reached out to Eddie Pence and I said... As you uh, do every day. As yes. I do every day yes. to give him the recording time for the program. <laughs> and as I mentioned on yesterday's show, usually when you text Eddie Pence, you can send him a paragraph or two and you get... Uh, or uh, You get okay. Uh, or cool. Just get a noise. I wish there was noises you could just make in a text. This is what I respond. This is what the response I got from Eddie Pence. Dearest Ralph, I hope this text finds you well. That time sounds splendid. I shall wait with anticipation of a child on Christmas Eve for our impending recording session. I only hope you do as well. Warmest regards, Edwin. Come on. <laughs> Now that's how you respond to a text. I am capable of it. Yes, you are. Well, I'm you capable. Choose of it. not to. In your <laughs> anti-social ways. I'm working. I'm trying to be a better person. So I want you to get on your family text and start getting back to them like that. I will. I will give them huge paragraphs. That will make responses. them very happy, as it did me. <laughs> Actual engaging via text. You were so happy you sent me back a gift, which I you did. never do. I am not a you gift I, me. I am not a gif guy. Or gift me. I do not gif. <laughs> I think Jif is the last refuge of a scoundrel. Wow. 
Texting and tweeting is meant for wordplay, uh, my friend. The intellectuals. Yes. And for people who just use memes and gifs, I'm like, Ugh, it's lazy. It's a lazy man. They don't have the capacity sport. to express themselves. But I was so pleased that I actually responded. Eddie loves memes and I gifs. I do love a good meme. So I sent him back one as well. <laughs> it was uh, Loki saying, that pleases me. And I actually made an audible squeal when I, when I saw it. It's like, oh, he did it. See, everybody wins today in the text wars. Kids, we have a hell of a show for you today. But first, let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name is Ralph Garman. Speaking of motherfucking Mustangs. Yeah. Imagine my thrill yesterday on the birthday of the Mustang. Yes, the 64, yes. That I tweeted out some Mustang love. Yeah. And who responded to me? Who? Who? At Ford Mustang. What? Yes. Are they the, giving you a Mustang? The actual Twitter account of the Mustang reached out and said, thanks for the love, Ralph. Happy at, Mustang look Day. At, look at that. Yeah. So now they're going to give me a, a dozen Mustangs. <laughs> pick your pick your Mustang. One of those trucks going to show up. You know, one of the transport trucks? Yeah. Just load it with Mustangs. You just pick a Mustang at yours. Pick one. Pick it's, all of it's them. That's me. It's, it's, all it's, of them. All 12? Yes. One for each month. Exactly. Nice. They didn't say that explicitly no but you but can assume it was implied you can assume, yes. i think by I the would. fact that they responded to a tweet you should wait outside early every morning all <laughs> usually, day long usually that's accompanied by free automobiles isn't it <laughs> and speaking of mustangs the guy who doesn't drive one but oh, has one i do have one. as he's quick to remind you he is sitting here in the bat cave with me you know him he's the rear admiral the sheriff of ghost town the mayor of myrtle beach the victim of vandalism uh, he's the dill pickle he's nipsey muscle he's known as holy god holy god also known as Edwin Pence. Hello, everybody. Yo-ho, Eddie. Yo-ho, indeed. Mm -hmm. Hey, kids, programming note. You've probably uh, seen it by now because I sent it out yesterday, but it is tonight is the night for the four-star Watchapalooza where we invite four-star generals to watch us via Crowdcast as we record the show live mm. right in front of their eyes. Tonight, 7 p.m. is the day. Someone reached out yesterday. Can you please not do it on Wednesdays? I guess they work Wednesday oh, nights or okay. something. So uh, we don't try to do it every week the same day. It just always ends up being a Wednesday or Thursday it for some reason. It just seems like schedule-wise, it just works out best that way. But we made a concerted effort yes. to not do it on a Wednesday this week. So it's a Tuesday night. Tonight, 7 p.m. You can watch us live if you're a four-star general as we record the show here in the Bat Cave. I am in a good spirits. Maybe Eddie Pence, you can figure out why. Oh. From the news yesterday. All that money. Who is now possessing the highest paid athlete in ever? the NFL ever? Insanity, man. Why, that would be one Mr. Jalen Hurts. In insanity. Quarterback for a little team I like to call the Philadelphia Blowing Eagles. Blowing his ACL in the fourth preseason He's game. not doing yes, anything of the like. I'm calling it right now. For those, real quick, I know a lot of people are not into sports, but I was just uh, I was just riding a high yesterday <sighs> when they announced that the uh, Hurts and the Eagles came to an agreement, a five-year contract extension. Well, I'm glad he agreed to it. He said, yeah, okay, I'll take, sure, I'll take, I'll all take the money. $255 million. <laughs> was this his fourth year? Was he going into his fifth year? Is that what it was? Uh, no, it was his third. Third? He was rookie in 2020, right? 2020. Yeah, it was Doug Peterson's last year. Yeah. 2021, 2022. So that he was the end, end of his rookie contract. Okay. Three-year rookie contract. He was at the well, end you get of a four-year and then do a fifth-year option on a first-round pick. I thought a four-year was... Uh, four-year first-round pick. And then if they like them, they can, do, they can exercise the fifth-year option on a first-rounder. Well, it's but it, they locked him down early, which is good. It's you more should. important to make him happy, I think. <laughs> well, you don't want to be is. down the Lamar Jackson tunnel. Yeah, you, you don't, don't want to deal with that nonsense. Yeah, so, so yeah, they're going to keep him through the 2028 season. Uh, the contract includes about 180 million dollars in guarantees. Wow, That's usually the they construct they construct these contracts so that it seems to be a lot of money on the surface, right? But it's spread out over a number of years, and there's a bunch of conditions and stuff. So. That, that they don't necessarily yeah. have to give away all that. The normal money. contract, the way it used to be, the only guaranteed thing was the signing bonus. Yes. And everything else is just contingent year to year. This contract includes about $180 million Oof. in guarantees. So, uh, worst case scenario, 
Yeah, he nope. never plays another down. Number one's making 180 mil Damn. just for being him. That's a lot of moolah. It's a good life. It sure is. I mean, sure, you have a lot of people trying to kill you yeah. on a weekly basis. That's right. not ideal. You go through several car crashes every Sunday. But, but, you can, but you can pay someone to carry you around. You can tackle me 20 times every Sunday for $180 million. I agree. I'm all down for so, it. So, yeah, that does make him the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. That's crazy. Until and next week. That's the thing. <laughs> Those records are just so meaningless because invariably some other player will best that yeah, number. Somebody will get it. Sometime. Lamar Jackson will probably get it whenever he resigns his deal. Yeah, probably. So, anyway, thanks to everyone who sent that story to me as if I wasn't already <laughs> eagerly awaiting they the They probably news. consulted you before they agreed to it. Actually, sure. Howie Roseman called me up and we, <laughs> we worked out the numbers. So, I was happy. All right, kids, we have a hell of a show for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Tuesdays are fun. Because first of all, we twist our tongues. Mm. And that's always a good time. We also take a look at a TV theme song in the history of television that's still stuck in our heads. And then we do a deep dive on the show that uh, was the uh, recipient yes. of that theme, if you will. Entertainment news, phone calls, all that good stuff lay right ahead. So let's jump into it with uh, Tongue Twister Tuesday. What do you say? Okay. I think this one is going to be a challenge. Mm. It always remains to be seen. Let's right. find out. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday. Hi there, crew. Got a tongue twister Tuesday uh, for you. Uh, I was trying to explain to my son who Sally Struthers was. I mean, he's 15, so why the fuck would he know? Right. But then I, I realized that, like, there's a couple of words that are really similar because it kept coming out of Sally Stutters. <laughs> so try this on for size. All right. Silly Sally Struthers Stutters. Ah. I can barely say it. Slow. Have fun. Wow. Bye. Sally Struthers, of course, was Archie Bunker's daughter on the TV series All in the Family. Sure. One of the great TV shows of all yes. time. She also hit on me when I was on Match Game. What? Yeah. Really? On camera, like on television. Re like, oh, yeah, wow. She's like, are you single, Ralph? I was like, no, Sally, I'm not single. Neither am I, she said. <laughs> I was like, you might get me a little Sally Struthers action. <laughs> um, but for those who don't know, that's who she is. I, I think she's still with us, Sally Struthers. I believe so, I believe yes, she is. yes, yes, yes. So today's challenge is silly Sally Struthers stutters. Oh, that's silly. Is that's a, that's gonna hurt. It's gonna be a problem. Yeah, three times in a row. Speed is of the essence. I'll go first, and here we go. Silly Sally Struthers stutters. Silly Sally Struthers stutters. Silly Sally Struthers stutters. Wow! 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 I, I thought you were gonna fuck it up there on the third one. There you go. But you 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 muscled through. Printed out a copy for you oh. as well. Woo. Okay. She has a special place in my heart. Yeah, so yeah, I, you guys have a thing. Exactly. You guys fucked. Yeah. Totally. We didn't. Sure. We just, she just Whatever. made eyes at me. You, you banged her for a sandwich. Right there in front of <laughs> the nation of people. All right, here we go. <sighs> Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Oh, shit. No, that's not right. Right out of the... Mm. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Fight Struthers Struthers. <laughs> Struthers Struthers. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Wow. <laughs> Okay. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Silly Sally 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 Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Stuck your shit head at the end, you. The stutters. Fucking dick. All right, last. I'm one more try. All right. One more try. We've got a show to do. Okay. All right. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Fuck you. No. Done with it. Eat a dick, Sally. You're on a roll for the past couple of weeks. I know. I've smooth. Regressed. You have. Regressed. Silly Sally Struthers Struthers. Uh, when I nailed it, I figured, okay, this can't be that hard. No, that was difficult. Because I don't, I don't pre-try them before we do them. Mm, so, so usually if I can do it well, usually I figured you'd be right silly there Sally behind me. But silly Sally Struthers stutters. Fuck that one. Really got gotcha. you. did. 
on today's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a twister. Say it. Say it. Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. It's a twister. It's a twister. We love hearing from you, especially when you leave your voicemail messages on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it is available to you for the sole purpose of receiving your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind, you can share it with us by calling the number 1-833-HI-RALPH. Then it's your turn to shine. Say anything you want, knowing that I will hear it because I do listen to them all. Then I grab a handful to catch my attention and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The garbage's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Yesterday, in retrospect, it may have been a mistake to complain that I was already struggling with Larry's to introduce each week as, as the year of Larry. Right. I, I mean, I'll be fine. <laughs> and I appreciate people coming out of the woodwork to suggest oh, Larry's that we can use you got on a lot the Larry show. help. A lot of Larry okay. help. Okay. Um, and I do appreciate the thought. But I I'll, I'll be okay. I'll okay. I'll find yeah. Larry's. Yeah. If you need help, you'd put out a I would. A call I would for absolutely help. ask. I'm not too proud. But if you're gonna suggest a Larry, well, here's Dan. Hey, Ralph, back to fuck off, Dan from Thousand Oaks. Mm. Uh, turn on today's podcast, you were running out of Larry's. Yeah. Uh, and I thought of Larry Storch from oh. F-Troop. F-Troop, Kind of yeah. a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Guys like you and me in our late 50s would get it. Yeah. I'm not sure if all your audience would, but mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some funny cuts from the show. Sure. Find them. Yeah. Anyway, Larry Storch. Larry Storch. Great. Great idea, Larry Storch. Yeah. That's why he was the first one we did. <laughs> the year of Larry. Holy back January one. I'm just saying, if you're gonna if you're gonna take up my time telling me what Larry to pick, just try uh, to make sure it has the one we've oh done. Oh so my far. god, we've already done Larry stories. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure he was the very first one we did. It was early. It was the first month for sure. Very early. Very on. early. Yeah. Man's trying to do a jump. Back the fuck off, Dan. Just saying. Well, he earned his nickname again. He did indeed. <laughs> we are. Uh, we were talking yesterday about the Lando Lakes butter. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, the Native American, yes, with the famous image of a Native American woman kneeling by the riverside holding a bowl right. of butter. Yes, and how they took her off the packaging because people right. were complaining it was insensitive. Yes, Lando Lakes, how American? Remove the Native American but keep the land. That's right. That's what they do. <laughs> it's true. It is. <laughs> I know I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. I don't need anyone to remind me of that fact. Mm-hmm. And I don't like just things that happen in general that remind me of that sure, fact. I'm sure. painfully aware. Sure. Hey, Ralph and Eddie. Uh, Todd from Santa Monica here, also a member of this, the Sober Garmy. Uh, just left my noontime meeting uh, of AA, and uh, as I was saying goodbye to a buddy of mine who I also see at a meeting on Wednesdays, I say to him, I'll see you on Wednesday, same bat time, same bat channel. And he kind of gives me this funny look, and he's like, excuse me? And I realize he's maybe in his early, mid-30s. He, doesn't know, he's ne- he doesn't know the reference. He's never heard same bat time, same bat channel. So I had to explain to him the, the old TV show and he didn't even know the show. And we had this conversation for like 10 minutes. And now he wants nothing more than to be able to watch the old Batman television series. And he's asking me where I can find episodes. And honest to God, I don't know myself. I can't remember if you've told the Garmy on previous shows where we can find episodes, if we can find them at all. But uh, belt it out to us again if you get a chance, because uh, now I want to go back and watch them all too. I'm all I'm all psyched just for saying that phrase. Anyway, love you guys. Mean it. Bye. Be prepared. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. 
I never thought I'd live in a world where there was a generation of people who had no sense of the old Batman TV That's show whatsoever. That's interesting to me. That's so weird. I know there are people who don't necessarily like it, don't prefer it. It's not yeah. their Batman. They've got other Batman but versions. But no, it doesn't like, exist. But, but not even aware that there was a TV series called Batman? That's kind of weird. We live in a world now where people are walking around not knowing Batman? Thinking Michael Keaton was the first Batman. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. Uh, you're, you're in luck. The, the old Batman show, now that they, uh, it, for a while, it was hard to find. You could only find it in syndication uh, broadcast television because the rights battle was going on between Warner Brothers, who owned the character, and yeah, 20th yeah. Century Fox that owned the show. And when they finally nailed that down about a decade ago, it, now it's available everywhere. So you can get it on Blu-ray and DVD if you want to get the whole box set. But if you just want to go episode by episode, you can find it on Amazon Prime. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on, I think, Tubi and Roku. I think MeTV, if you still look at cable or satellite, they have an episode every Saturday they show. Okay. So there's a, a number of ways you can go back and watch the old Batman TV show that still exists is, and it's a thing. <laughs> Dear God. Sometimes people call in and I go, oh, I see what they're doing. They just want me to make them laugh. That's just comedy for one. <laughs> now it's time for comedy for one. Yesterday we were talking about the new reality show coming out on Paramount+. Plus. Sure. Called The Family Stallone. Right. Sylvester Stallone and his wife, Jennifer Flavin. Jennifer Flavin, hoy. <laughs> Every time I say her name, I think of Jerry Lewis. <laughs> uh, and their four daughters are going to be on a reality show right. starting soon on Paramount+. Plus. And so that gave this guy an idea. Hey, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. What it do, crew? Hope you're feeling better, my guy. Queen J with the magic. Uh like to suggest a comedy for one, uh, Sly Stallone singing Sly and the Family Stones. Just, uh, I think it's pretty on the nose right there. So, mm -hmm. all right, love you. Mean it. Bye. Great idea. Sylvester Stallone singing Sly and the Family Stone. Mm. I only wish I could do it, but I just saw a commercial. There's a brand new album out. Sly himself beat us all to really? it. Yes. Now that Paramount Plus is bringing your eyes the spectacular new reality show, The Family Stallone, Paramount Records is proud to announce the perfect companion for your ears. Presenting Sly from The Family Stallone, sing Sly and the Family Stone. It's a family affair. It's a family affair. It's the Family Stallone affair. It's the family Stallone affair. Yes, Sylvester Stallone sings the greatest songs of the soulful 70s. It's time to put your dancing shoes on because Rocky is getting funky. Come on, get up and dance to music. Yo, I said get up and dance to music, right? Let's do it. Boom, 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 Dance to the music. Dance to the music. And the spring ends when she comes back. Summer days, those summer days. I can be right, but sometimes I'm like wrong. My own beliefs are in my song. The butcher, the baker, it's not proper and then makes no difference what groove I'm in, you know? I am everyday people, right? Sly from the Family Stallone sings Sly and the Family Stone. You'll want to go the distance with this 12-round collection of smash hits. Yo, it's Sly here. I've been wanting to sing these great songs forever. And now that my daughters are forcing me to do a reality show, they're all available to you. I want to thank you for letting me be myself, you know, again. 
I want to thank you for letting me be myself again. Yo, thank you, right? Available now for just $19.95 on vinyl, cassette, and 8-track tapes, wherever fine music is sold. I'm getting the 8-track. Wow, that sounds great. That's going to go gold. <laughs> that was comedy for one. And speaking of music, we play upbeat music for you each and every episode here on the show. We've been deep into covers lately. And mm -hmm. because today's also TV Tunes Tuesday, Mark found one that fits both. Hey guys, this is Mark Two Star from Palm Coast, Florida. Got a suggestion for a Tuesday happy hit because it also has to do with theme songs and it's a cover song. Uh, Less Than Jake uh, a few years ago put out an EP of uh, TV theme songs and uh, commercials called the TV EP. Pretty awesome. Uh, shows from Laverne and Shirley, that 70s show. Uh, and then, like, commercials like uh, the Hungry Hungry Hippos jingle. Lots of fun stuff. So uh, if I want to highlight something from that uh, for a TV Tunes Tuesday version of a happy hit. So uh, that's all. LMB. Great call, Mark. I love this album. Uh, Less Than Jake did a great job with all these covers. And so I thought, appropriately, we'd play the Laverne and Shirley theme song as today's TV tune. Yeah, it is. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but it can't happen unless you call me. Call me around. It's the number everyone's talking about. Hey there, it's Ralph Garmin here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. Every day of the calendar year is associated with a multitude of holidays. Not one or two, a whole no, bunch. A bunch. And not all of them are legitimate. So we break them down for you into holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. Well, it's tax day. Do the patriotic thing. Pay your taxes. Give the government a big <laughs> chunk of what you worked so hard for all year long. Yeah. And then they'll do wondrous things they with will. it. They will. Magical things. Fix all those potholes. They stretch a dollar, that government of ours. They really do. Oh, just so wise. <laughs> so frugal spending. with the money. Oh, they do good stuff. <laughs> just, just a bite in the balls. It is. It is. You, you, they ask for so much, and then they, you, they give you so little right. in return. I mean, 
I understand you needed to to keep a a, a a country functioning. Yes, you need to somehow fund all the the multitude right. things that that were required. You don't want to privatize everything. No, you don't. No, but at the same time, they, they could be a little bit more frugal, a little more sensible yes. with their spending. Yes, agreed. But what do I know? Today's also National Velociraptor Awareness Day. Oh, good. Don't want to be in the woods. Don't want to be in the woods and not know what that is coming at you. (laughs) Really, we need to be aware of a creature that's not alive anymore that died out sixty-five million years ago. Whatever. Aware of the raptor. You know what the problem is? The reason they started this holiday because there's a bunch of paleo scientists or whatever the hell they are who are cheesed off because everyone thinks that the Velociraptor is the thing they saw in Jurassic Park. It's much smaller than that. It's much smaller than that. And it's got feathers. Yes. And so they're all cheesed off because, like, well, that's not what the Velociraptor actually looks like. So I think everybody should be aware, like we are. <laughs> God damn it. Just go about your business. It was just done that way to make the movie better. It's a better villain if it's seven feet tall and can rip your face right, off. Right, it's got big giant claws and, and punch s- you. scales and stuff. Does, not a chicken. A bunch of chickens running around. It a goddamn documentary. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're not happy the way it was represented, but we're not going to give you a holiday so we can all sit around and look at pictures of feathered dinosaurs. <laughs> Goddamn people. Sorry, Greg. Today is also National Pinata Day. Oh, okay. Who doesn't like a good pinata? I'm I'm good without them. Oh, come on. I'm so happy we're past the point where my kid goes to birthday parties and there's no more pinatas. Pinatas there. rock. It was the most panic-inducing. Having a bunch of like six-year-olds with a stick and blindfolded swinging that thing yeah. around. No. And then when yet one kid finally knocks the thing down, it's just a mad dive for candy. Yeah, it's a feeding frenzy. Everybody's crying. People are getting hurt. Oh. It's no, awesome. I'm glad that part's over. It's, uh, it's, it's human nature oh, in it. action. It is Lord of the Flies, for <laughs> where sure. Violence is rewarded with treats, and then whatever you can get is whatever you can grab in right. this life. Oh, it was awful. I Important lessons were imparted Just, during yeah, pinata time. A lot of people with black eyes and crying. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Just like life. Ugh. The pinata, interestingly enough, when you think pinatas, yeah. you think of uh, the Latino culture. Sure, usually, yeah. The piñata is traced back to 13th century China. Oh, it's a Chinese thing. Chinese invention. They used to create piñatas for their New Year's festivities, and it would bring good fortune to the growing season. They, they fill say. them with noodles? They would fashion them like cows or oxen. Okay. And they were uh, filled with seeds. <laughs> Not exactly a candy no. cavalcade. Well, so that's going to stop people from piling on, trying to get the seeds. I suppose. Uh, then Marco Polo returned to Europe from his expeditions in Asia with the piñatas. Okay. And then the Europeans introduced them to Mexico in the 16th century. So it went from China to Europe, to Europe then, then to Mexico. Europe to Mexico. And now it's everyone thinks it's just a Mexican thing. Ain't that something? That's weird. Hmm. Uh, there was a similar custom in Mesoamerica. Okay. The, the Mayans also would practice a similar Is that tradition. where it came from then? The Mexican um, version uh, the, that we're all used to? Uh, according to, to what I read here, the, the Mexican piñata was introduced by the Europeans. Oh, huh, interesting. Uh, but they do say Mayans and the Aztec culture had similar rituals using clay pots. <laughs> they used people and human sacrifice. Yes, they would use a head. They'd fill a head with candy, <laughs> and then you'd have to crack it open with a machete. So it was a very different thing. But I like me a piñata. They're a good time. No, I hate it. No, they're fun. No, it's a nightmare. Today's also National Exercise Day. Yeah, I got I to gotta start moving my body. What, what can you do around here to exercise? I can't do anything. That's the problem. Do you have a bag you can punch? Do you have anything you can move around? It's in and, the garage. Okay, you get, get the bag out. But it's behind about 47 boxes of crap. <sighs> well, get it out. Put it in, You have a nice backyard. You can put it back there and, and punch it. I'll punch you. No, well, punch me. We could spar in the backyard if we get you moving. Yeah, my life is much too sedentary. Since uh, since the past five years have involved me sitting in front of a computer every day, my, my, uh, my what little physical yeah. fitness I had has just totally Do gone. You take by walks the way, around your so. block. You have a nice neighborhood. I walk, walk from here to the kitchen. And then I'll do a return trip sometimes. Well, at least you got stairs in the house. I will sometimes I'll have to stop halfway and take a break and <laughs> take a nap or get a snack or something. Is that way there's an iceberg cooler halfway up. Exactly. Just in case I needed a little energy. 
But yeah, I got I to get on it. So it's Nationals Exercise Day. Today's the day. The first day for the rest of my life. Yeah, do it. National dude. Exercise Day. Get your heart day. pumping. I will. When I get the garage cleaned out, I'm going to make a little workout space okay. there. That's All the right. plan. Do it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. Never doing that. Jeez. You're never doing that. See, I'm not like you, and I have all day long just to do whatever the hell I want. I am a busy man. Oh, please. Busy. It's all busy, 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 busy. <laughs> right. <laughs> busy, 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 busy. It's like the magician from uh, Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> busy, busy, busy. <laughs> I need my hat back. Uh, it's an International Jugglers Day, everybody. Oh, yeah. Jugglers. You're going to give it to them? Jugglers. I've always been fascinated by jugglers. The only reason I'm dinging them because I've never been able to do it. Because they need a day, but because it is a another one of those miracle things. When you watch somebody do it, you go, "How is that even human?" Yeah, and then you try to do it really slowly to see if you can do it. It just takes so much practice. I was able. I got one year for Christmas when I was a kid. Yeah, three of those sort of sandbags and the juggling book and everything, and I was able to sort of juggle. Get it for a second. I could get a minute or two in before it all fell apart. And so I said, I should just keep up with this. Maybe I could uh, learn how to juggle. And then it went into the drawer and I never saw it again. (laughs) But people do clubs and chainsaws chainsaws and bowling balls and stuff. Torches. Yeah. Other people. It's dogs. It's it's impressive for about five minutes. Yeah. You you don't want to see a show. I'm not going to Vegas to see Juggle Palooza. It's like river dance. It's like, yeah, it's great for four four or five minutes. But then after an hour, stop dancing like that. Apparently, it was originated in ancient Egypt. Hmm. And then there was a big gap in, in time where um, historians and archaeologists can't find any evidence of, of juggling? anyone juggling <laughs> for about 1,500 years. It's like the missing link. And then suddenly, in ancient Greece, uh, <laughs> juggling became popular. Again. I know. So, what do you hmm. know? Uh, today is also National Lineman Day. I am a lineman for the county And I drive the main road This appreciation for men and women around the country who work around the clock to keep the power grid oh, going. I thought you were talking about football players. No, no, no. They uh, they check all the power lines. Gotcha. And they're constantly driving up and down roads, fixing fallen power keep lines. Keep the and country operating. Keep the, keep the power on. That's a pretty goddamn important job. You would think. And a day like this, National Lineman Appreciation Day, this is the kind of day you need. I don't need Velociraptor Day. Or juggling. Or juggling day. This is a thing that we should be paying attention to and thanking these people, and we don't give them enough thought. Sure. So to all the linemen out there, all the people who work to keep our power uh, up and running, and it's a dangerous job, too. Yeah, yeah. You're climbing poles. You're dealing with high-voltage wires. It's a 90% death rate, I heard. It's not. You never heard that. Because it's not true. Why do you just make things up? 90% Because you can now. That's true. So why not? I forgot we live in a post-factual world. (laughs) So anyway, if if you work in the power grid or the power system, or if you're a lineman, we appreciate you. And yes, and be safe. Make sure you wear your your rubbers. (laughs) Keep yourself insulated. (laughs) All right. Speaking of rubbers, you know what we do with Eddie Pence around here? Yeah. We uh, bring a food up oh. related to a holiday, and we run it right. past him to see if it's something he'd be willing to eat. Okay. Or at the very least, stick up his butt and pull it out. <laughs> Here's how we do it. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they all line up... Jackpot. That means Eddie is indeed eating that food. If they're mismatched, however... He's <laughs> not going to go for Mm-mm-mm. it. Today... Yeah. I'm, I would be interested to know about today because okay. I don't think we've covered we've this. We've never yet. covered this in I don't five know. years. We've well, never I, maybe it. we did. Okay. Brandon Rohrbacher would know. Oh. The, the Ralph Report historian, <laughs> historian would Me, know. I don't retain a lot of the show in my head. He retains it all. He does. Animal crackers in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits loop the loop. Gosh, oh, but I have fun swallowing animals one by one. Have we done National Animal Cracker Day? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't believe we have. On April 18th each year, America celebrates the Animal Cracker, a smash hit here in the United States since the late 19, excuse me, 1800s. Mm. That's when the U.S. first imported animal-shaped cookies from England. In 1902, animal crackers officially became known as Barnum animals 
because Nabisco got in business with the Barnum and Bailey Circus, and they would sell them not only at the circus, but they would sell them as a Christmas tree ornament. It was a Christmas item first, and it had that box with a string on it. Still the same box? And you were supposed to hang it on your Christmas tree. Huh. And when the kids came down, They're that like, was like a little treat. This is all I got? got. No, <laughs> fuck you, Santa. You get them something else, but they had a little box of cookies hanging oh, off the tree. okay. Uh, in 2018, by the way, Nabisco released all the characters from the cage. Oh, thank God. Used to be like a like a circus train right. with all the animals behind cage, bars. Yes, for sure. But that's just cruelty well, yeah, to fictional drawn animals. You can't have that. I'm glad Nabisco woke up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go woke, go broke. <laughs> and so they released the animals, and now all the boxes have pristine, uh, like, jungle and and uh, and uh, African landscapes. Natural, natural, yeah, habitat, natural habitat for the animals to freely roam yeah. on the box. I might go shoot up a box in my backyard just to protest. <laughs> of animal crackers. Animal crackers. I never stood that song, by the way, by Shirley, uh, Shirley Temple I just played. Animal crackers in my soup. Animal crackers like sweet. They're like cookies. Yeah. I, would, I would never put them in soup. It's not like a cracker, which is salty. Yeah, someone was confused. Either Shirley <laughs> was or the writer of the song. Regardless, it is a beloved huh. childhood snack. The old animal cracker. Is that something Eddie Pence would like to eat or not? There's only one way for us to find out. We got to pull that handle. Here we go. One animal, two animals, three. I don't know. I don't want an animal going in my mouth. I don't. I don't want a rhino going in my mouth. Come up to his mouth. I don't. No, nothing comes in my mouth. A little piece of animal oh, in no, his don't, mouth. Don't want a piece of animal. And he swallows the animal. Just a cracker. Nice. He loves it. Sweet cracker. You freak. He loves sweet, you sweet. Fucking psychopath. In his mouth. <laughs> Mm. Animal crackers. Yeah, animal crackers. Who doesn't like animal crackers? They're so benign. They're barely even the. Yeah, but it's not like something thing. you would hate. No, no. I've never seen anyone turn down an animal cracker. But I, I don't seek them out. No. But if there's no. Like, oh, you know what I'm in the mood for right now? <laughs> animal crackers. A couple boxes of animal but crackers. But if you're in a place like, oh, animal crackers, I'll take a handful. Yeah, sure. And, yeah. It, and it harkens back to a simpler time. It does. That little box reminded me of I used childhood. to carry a little box around like a like a little suitcase. Yeah. What <laughs> you keep in there? You know, important papers, documents, my uh, my stapler, <laughs> pen and pencil set. You know, in case yeah, I had to little briefcase work up a, write your initials work on up it. a contract with somebody. <laughs> it's a little briefcase. <laughs> oh, animal crackers in my soup! Don't put them in your no, soup. No, don't by do the way. that. It's a bad idea. But you can celebrate them because it's a holiday, not a holiday. Now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Storm clouds on the horizon here in Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Yesterday, what the happened? WGA, uh -oh. the Writers Guild of America, passed their strike authorization vote. About 80% of the rank and file voted, and it was 97.85% voting in favor of a strike authorization. What do they need to strike, does it say? Oh, they'd only need a, a majority. Oh, really? Oh, so this yeah, is this is, happening. This is, this is slam dunk. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily they're going to strike. It just means they give the union officials the go-ahead that yeah. if they deem it necessary because... right. Uh, negotiations have broken down with they the producers. They can throw that down at the table. They can yeah. use that as leverage by saying either we settle this by May 1st when the current contract expires or we're all walking. Yeah. And there will be no more written words Let's for not you do that again. to do Hollywood stuff this, with. This is how we got the Kardashians. Let's not do this again. Yeah. It's a disaster. Reality when, TV started because of this. When um, the writers go on strike, they almost always get their brother unions to also walk out in yeah. in support of their SAG efforts. definitely usually does. So you got the actors that go out, sometimes the Teamsters will go out as yeah. well. Hollywood comes to a screeching halt yeah. when the uh, when the writers go on and strike. And you get shitty, low-budget 
yeah, union reality it, television. Exactly. That's all they can yeah. can make. And the, Eddie's right. The last time there was a big strike, they recognized, wow, not only can we do that, but it's cheap and make money. People still watch yeah. television anyway. Yeah. So we don't want to open that door. No. However, the union has some real legitimate bitches with the producers now. I mean, due to residuals on streaming platforms, yeah. which are ridiculously low given yeah. the amount of money they spend on content and uh, yeah. the number of people they're pulling in. It's always a conflict of interest too because producers are also actors and writers and directors. Like the producer thing is, it encompasses everybody. So there's such a conflict of interest on some, some of those issues. Yeah, uh, but a lot of writers who have been around for a, a while are having a hard time making a living because the compensation has not gone up in, in uh, proportion to yeah. the cost of living. Yeah. Also, there needs to be minimum staffing requirements for all TV shows. Sometimes they'll hire a showrunner who's also a writer, and they'll say, well, then you don't need as many writers right, in the room. Right, you have a writer who's a showrunner. But you, you, you need a minimum staff just to yeah. keep it running and to keep the guy from not having to work 24 yeah. hours a day. That's the problem is in this business, people wear so many hats that they just sort of like, they scale down their crews and their sizes of their, their staffs because people can do multiple jobs. Yeah, and uh, so there, there's a lot of issues across purposes here between the producers and the writers i personally think there won't be a strike the fact that so many writers are willing to allow them to go on strike i think will strike a little fear into the heart of the producers and they're going to work extra hard especially now where there's so many avenues and so many streaming services and so many places yeah. that rely on scripted content yeah. It's not like three networks that could just show reruns for a couple months. And scripted content is as hot as it's ever been yeah. as far as the streaming platforms go. So in order to keep that pipeline open, I think they're going to have to settle. So let's hope, huh? Jamie Foxx is still hospitalized. Oh, this doesn't seem minor at all. No, it doesn't. We talked about this. He was shooting his upcoming movie back in action, and he left nearly one week ago with a medical complication. That's all they keep saying. Hmm. However, some... Insiders are saying the medical professionals are still trying to figure out what's happening with him. They're running tests. And then his daughter came forward and said he's on his way to recovery. Hmm. Like, how do you know what you're recovering from if doctors don't even know what you had? Right. So the whole thing is very mysterious. Weird. Here's another weird thing. Just before this all happened, there was a giant meltdown on the set where Jamie Foxx went off. Oh, really? On the back in action set? Fired his executive producer. Ooh. Two directors and his driver. Oh, damn. It is also said that Cameron Diaz, who came out of retirement to be in this film, mm -hmm. has since announced she is quitting acting again because <laughs> of what happened on the set. What, no, what happened? No one knows. But it was a giant meltdown. Now, wow. is this some sort of ploy on Jamie Foxx's hmm. side? Hmm. I mean, this is all speculation, obviously. I don't know anything. But That's it just seems like a weird confluence of events something happened something so happened. We'll, we'll keep your eye on that speaking of the streamers people are losing their minds about netflix oh yeah why because love is blind the reunion show didn't go live what's love is blind I, it's, a, it's a reality show it's supposed to go live it's a show apparently it's a dating show uh -huh. oh is this where you don't know what they look like until after yes. okay i remember us talking about this uh, you get inside a pod. Yes. And you just and talk you to the water. other person. <laughs> fill it with water. And you have to decide, <laughs> do I love someone or do I die? <laughs> um, no, you just you just only hear the right. voice and you only talk to the person. Yeah, and then yeah. you decide if you're in love or not. Then you're supposed to get engaged and get married. Right. Or and then shit. you see them. Yes. So they were having the big reunion finale show. Mm -hmm. And uh, Netflix announced their second ever live special was going to happen on Sunday. And it didn't happen. Oh, no. And they had to put up repeated um, notifications. Uh, pardon the interruption. We're having trouble. Uh, we'll get with you hopefully soon. And it went on and on and on. And it never aired on Sunday. Oh, those poor people. And so people who are fans of this show yeah. went nuts oh. because they couldn't see it live. They oh. aired it eventually they yesterday did. on Monday. But it wasn't live. But it wasn't live. Oh. Now they're threatening to cancel their subscriptions. Oh, no. Over this shit? Oh, to which I would say, as a man who's long been obsessed with television, who I adore the medium, it's just a TV show. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you saw Amy and Bill do bickering over the three-way with Constance live <laughs> or whether you watched it Monday right. after it had already been pre -recorded. It's still the first time you've seen it. Exactly. It's new to you, Yeah, as we used to say. 
So people are human race is just doomed. It's it's crazy. F. Murray Abrams, you see this story? No. Old F. Murray Abrams, you know the actor I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played Salieri in the Am Amadeus movie. He won an Oscar for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he's great. No, he was no. recently in uh, White Lotus, that uh, HBO miniseries. Uh -huh. He was fired from a show called Mythic Quest. Really? This is a show that was created by uh, the guys from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. And it's on Apple TV+. Plus. He didn't come back for season three, and they never gave a reason. It turns out it was sexual misconduct. From him? Yes. Oh, no. He was given a warning by producers and told to keep away from some of the show's actresses, oh. but apparently he didn't follow that request F and had to be booted off the show and fired due to repeated complaints from women who worked on the set and the actresses on the set as well. F. Murray. Come on. Guys got to be pushing 80. Come on. And how... Why does anyone have to be warned, please don't hassle the women on the set? Just, uh, when? It's not like he was in a time machine and came from the 60s to right that's here. That's what I'm saying. He's there's lived been a, a life. There's been a long buildup to this. Listen, you old fuck. Keep your hands off the women. Oh, my God. Creep, you can get all old. the hookers you want at the end of the day yeah. after you punch out. But leave the professional people alone to let them do their job. Creepy old man. I was just heartbroken. That sucks because I, I like that. I do too. Yeah. Great actor, but fuck him. Fucking like idiot. My God. All right, let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on April 18th. You know who you don't have to worry about on the set? Who? A man who knows how to keep his hands to himself. Goddamn international treasure, Rick Moranis. He is 70 years old today. I love him. He's great. So great and everything. He was great in uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Ghostbusters. Great on SCTV. Ghostbusters. You should have got an Oscar for that you performance. Have <laughs> Vince, you said before you were waiting for a sign. What sign are you waiting for? Gozer the Traveler. He will come in one of the pre-chosen forms. During the rectification of the Valdrani, the Traveler came as a large and moving torb. Then, during the third reconciliation of the last of the McKetrick supplicants, they chose a new form for him, that of a giant slore. Many shubs and zools knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slore that day, I can tell you. Come on. Oh, if you can deliver that line, oh, fuck. you deserve an award. It always kills me. He's like, maybe I got a milk bone for you. Oh, it fucking kills me every time I see that movie. Look for the signs. <laughs> All the prisoners will be freed. He's talking to the horse yeah. in Central Park. <laughs> God, he said, Jesus. Oh. Uh, David Tennant. Another one of my favorite Doctor Who's, also from Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. He's 52. Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch herself, is 47. I guess she's Sabrina the Middle-Aged oh, Witch yeah, now. at this point. America Ferreira from Ugly Betty's 39. Alia Shawcat from Arrested Development. She was great on that show. 34. Chloe Bennett from Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is 31. Nathan Sykes, singer with The Wanted. He's 70 today. I'm not 70 at all. He's 30. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know where I confuse those two. good. It's good for 70. <laughs> the sun goes down, the stars come out, and all that counts is here and now. My universe will never be the same. I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. Eric Roberts is 67 today. Jane Leaves of Frasier is 62. Your buddy, ventriloquist Jeff Dunham is 61. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't call him puppets. Jeff and his puppets. Don't call him puppets. He gets upset. He owns a Batmobile. I say that every time we bring him up, but it just pisses me oh, off. Yes. He's got a Batmobile. He had two Hummers at one point, and then he got a Prius because he felt guilty. To, to even it out? He got rid of a Hummer and then got a Prius because he felt guilty. Because that's how it works. It is. You can absorb carbon if you get a Prius. Interesting working with him. Conan O'Brien is 60 years old today. Eric McCormick turns 60 as well. And bassist Les Pattinson of Echo and the Bunnymen is 65. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now it's time, because it's Tuesday, to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. 
like that one. A full year before Easy Rider came out in theaters, which was considered the first counterculture mainstream entertainment. Yeah. A year before that, on television, we were already dealing with the issues of the day over there on ABC. In 1968, we got this show. Hey, Ralph and the crew and everyone else. This is uh, Mark, two-star general in Chicago. For uh, TV Tunes Tuesday, I was thinking, how about the Mod Squad? I don't remember seeing that one come up on the list at all. And I just remember being about six or seven, and that had one hell of a groovy-ass theme song. I'm not sure what the show was about because I was too young, but look cool. So anyway, that was it, the Mod Squad. Uh, that's it. Love you. I mean it. Uh, lick my balls. back. The Mod Squad mm. for five seasons on ABC. Three young undercover cops were dealing with issues of the day long before anything else on television was. Yeah, um, it was a groundbreaking show. It had Michael Cole as Pete Cochran, the beautiful and talented Peggy Lipton as Julie Barnes, and then Clarence Williams III as Link Hayes. And the premise was three young people got in trouble with the law. And in exchange for leniency, they would work undercover with a police captain, and he would send them into places to get information where other cops couldn't go. Uh, they were like undercover they were narcs. junior policemen. Narcs, right? They kind of narcs, but it wouldn't be just drugs and stuff. Right, right. They'd, they'd go into like an acting class for right. young people where someone was getting murdered or something, and <laughs> they, they would they would ferret out the uh, bad guys. Okay. And it was a genius premise, I must say, because they tapped into the youth audience in 1968 who yeah. didn't see a lot of kids who looked and sounded like them on television. a lot of representation for kids, yeah. Not yeah. at all. And the, the Mod Squad was the first kind of show to do that. And ABC took advantage when they were promoting it as well. This is my favorite slug line from the commercial for the Mod Squad. Cops, one white, one black, one blonde. The Mod Squad. Cops, one black, one white, one blonde. Would that be too white then? I guess it would be too white. But she's also blonde. <laughs> ah, got it. Um, pretty simple slug line right there. Yeah. And it was based on an actual cop who worked as a squad leader for undercover narcotic cops in the 1950s. And it took him over 10 years after he wrote the script to get a green light by ABC. Mm. Aaron Spelling was the producer on it. And the theme song was just spectacular. Written by Earl Hagen, who was a man who wrote a lot of music for movies and television. Uh, he was, for example, the guy who wrote the whistling fishing hole theme for Andy Griffith's oh, wow. show. That's him yeah. whistling on That's that it. Oh, recording. Cool. That's cool. He also wrote the theme song for The Dick Van Dyke Show, Gomer Pyle, USMC, That Girl, Damn. I Spy, and The Mod Squad. It is a great tune. It's one of those pieces of music that just perfectly matches the tone of the show. The sense of urgency in the opening for the Mod Squad, driven on by this music, is great. And the whole opening sequence is just the three of them running. Hmm. And you can hear it absolutely in the theme song. Here it is by the great Earl Hagen, the theme to the Mod Squad. exercise you should oh you should take your stairs very few things oh actually make me want to but that song does you run your stairs almost the whole way peggy lipton was one of my early crushes on television beautiful and talented she later went on to star in twin peaks of course mm -hmm. sadly she passed away not too long ago i believe from cancer uh she is the mother also of rashida jones from the oh, office really? and uh, yeah. a very funny and talented actress in her own right uh, the, the whole cast got back together again in 1979 for a reunion movie called The Return of the Mod Squad. And then the premise was stolen by MGM. And in 1999, they made a feature film reboot of it 
which starred Giovanni Ribisi, Omar Epps, and Claire Danes. It was awful. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, it's not good if you oh. get a chance to watch it. I definitely will. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's a period of its, it's a, excuse me, a product of its time as well. Like you wouldn't really need three kids to go undercover now in the 1990s to find out, get evidence on yeah. criminals. They would just, you know, tap their cell phones yeah. or just there's so many surveillance surveil yeah. them or yeah. something so it didn't really pay off but it's a fun show if you ever get a chance to catch an episode of mod squad i recommend it and it's also today's tv tunes tuesday here we go you know what day it is it's tv tunes tuesday oh i like that one Thanks so much, kids, for hanging out with us. Why don't you come back tomorrow? Let's do it all over again. We're going to have a good time. Wednesdays are always a blast because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to tell you. Because <laughs> Wednesdays <laughs> are the day we do when the one-hit wonder. You got that right? We're going to take a look at a smash hit song tomorrow and talk about the artist who, although reaching that level of success, yes. had a hard time climbing that yes. mountain again. Or come back tonight and watch us do it live. Oh, that's right. Right? Tonight, 7 p.m. <laughs> you get to see everything uh-huh. right in front of your eyeballs. If you're a four-star general, can't wait to see you then. And, you know, it gives me an excuse to yeah. have a cocktail. Get up. Mm-hmm. I love to ride on the drinking board. Just saying. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you tonight if you're a four-star. We'll talk to you tomorrow if you're not. And more importantly, whatever star level you are, yes. take care of yourself. Stay good in the hood because life is life and we want yours to be long happy and healthy we'll talk to you tomorrow until then please remember i love you i mean it bye be prepared tomorrow same back time same back channel ha so ha i got it ha ha bye bye pick a better dance now bye menon